talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Bag of bad champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, the lane jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This old boy in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, show Boys had it really gritty. They tried to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. Ain't came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your I know we under they skin, them boys built frail Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins Jesse Bates in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Booday, welcome to another episode of Bengals and Bruce. I am Del Altman, joined by some fantastic people tonight. We got Parker Blake, we got AC, the Godfather, Anthony Kazinza, <laughs> and we got the rated R superstar, Karen Horn. What is up, my guys? Man, I want a cool nickname like Kieran. Oh, <laughs> I know, rated on superstar. You, you How do you get one of those, get, man? You shouldn't have said that. Bro, I think, I that think, I think Jeff gave him that, but Crib Keeper will give you all the nicknames you want if you really want them. <laughs> Crib Keeper gave me like 30 fucking nicknames. <laughs> I got like 30 as well. I, most of them are not good. Well, I, I, on our show, I think Crip just goes, uh, he calls me AC, and then, but John is the brain. So I'm like, oh, well, that, I don't know. That obviously makes me not the brain. So uh, that that's, makes you that's pinky. I was going to say, is that, are you pinky then? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Pinky, pinky was the tall one, right? I guess, I guess I could be the tall, tall one. I was just going to say, you're the looks of the show if he's the brain. Oh, come on. Now. Someone make a point to me. So, you know, in the intro, it says one is a genius, the other is insane. Yeah. So I made the point to me because insanity is obviously doing the same thing mm-hmm. time after time and expecting the same results. Someone made a point to me that Pinky was the actual genius on. No, oh, here we go. That's how I'm spinning it. That's how I'm gonna spin it. That got like sure. that got like deep. Yeah, I mean, you put some thought into that, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> what else were you doing? Fucking smoking at two a.m. So productive. <laughs> All right, I, first I got to shout out YB Assad on that banger of a song that he's letting us use for the intro. 
and the video is is great as well. So that man's blowing up, and I, I'm happy for him. He wrote that. He was on Jeff's show the other day, if you guys haven't heard. And he wrote, like, he just happened to go to work at the car dealership in the morning. He watched the game that night, laying in bed, about to go to sleep. And then he's just like, no, nah, I got to get up. And he wrote that song in one night, put it out the next morning. Nice. So kudos to him, man. I, I don't well, know. How it's to it's on YouTube, though. I'm trying to send it to my friend. It's a YB Assad. So Y-B-A-S-O-D. He just dropped. He didn't. He dropped out on like everything today. Yeah, he has a YouTube. I think is the same as his name. So everybody should subscribe to that. Show the man some love that way. That's that's a great way to show him love. But we're not a twenty minute intro show like Jeff Trenopol. So uh, <laughs> let's move along here. We'll start with the Bills game, and I I got to start with you, my man Parker here. And then we'll kick it over to AC. The O-line play, do we think it's sustainable? Obviously, to me, that was the best game the O-line's played all year. And you're playing down three starters and a hobbled Ted Karras. No, it's it's interesting because weather like that, I mean, I feel like I can't trust anything that happened on Sunday because it's a it's a miracle to me that they were able to run block so well in that game in the in the because everyone's saying it was like a it was like an icy slush. Like Sam was, Sam Hubbard said he could barely stand on the field, let alone get off. So like, I'm more impressed that like I've played in conditions like that. And like the fact that they could hold their own as well as they did, like even on the rewatch, I was paying attention to like their feet and like footing. And they seem like they weren't even playing in snow, but then it's like half of me is like, well, maybe the D line was slipping around. So I'm going to call it a mulligan for now, but man, that was fun to watch. Yeah, I, you know the, the it's interesting because I, I remember playing um, various sports when that when you got kind of the slushy slushy grass or slushy turf, and you you almost you know uh, you, you get a little timid with your steps and when you cut and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really interesting point. Um, I you know what I I think that they're utilizing really really well uh, aside from the offensive line and the backups kind of stepping up and playing well. Uh, and Parker, you, I, I think you've talked about it. I know our guy Sons has talked about it. But uh, th- one thing I've really noticed in recent recent games is the, I guess it's the wham plays where you bring back the, the tight end backside, and the tight end kind of almost blindsides or, or gets into in a guy's way uh, that they don't see out of their periphery, and um, you know they're, they're hitting guys hard, they're taking guys out of play, and I think those are really working well in a lot of run plays where you bring the tight end back to the other side and take out a guy off the edge and, or they lose contain that way. So uh, that's something I, I noticed that I was like, wow, man, they're just playing physical and it's guys like Wilcox and Hurst and, and, and Asiasi was in there on a couple plays too. So pretty cool to see how they're getting creative with things with all the injuries up front. Well, then they're even like, they're pulling the tackle around on like tackle wrap. Like yeah. they're, cre- yeah. they're creating lanes in such unique ways. And then the fact that they were doing all that weird stuff, in the slush, in the ice, in the elements, and doing it well. And I saw I saw a comment already, like, the Bengals' D-line did a great job, too. Like, it felt like the Bills couldn't handle the weather, and the Bengals could. Yeah. That was the funniest part to me, where I was like, everyone was worried the snow was going to be a disadvantage for the Bengals, and I feel like they handled it amazing. So props to them. Is that yeah, the one you're talking is. about? Yeah. yeah. Great picture, by the way, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow can make any outfit look good, right? Hey, he looks about naked. <laughs> Let's be real. Wow. Garen, you got any thoughts on the O-line play? You think it's sustainable? I always go back to, like, 
Burrow's rookie year, that Tennessee game. I'm not the first person that mentioned this. Somebody on Twitter has seen say that. And Spain come in on that short week, and mm-hmm. he didn't even start, but then he was in, like, right away. And they played really well that week, and then, well, it went it went to shit right yeah. after. So, well, I mean, I hope it's sustainable. Like, I mean. Do we give a fuck yeah. if it's sustainable? We've only got two more games. I was going to say, I mean, that would be to hold it up. Yeah, hold it up for the Chiefs game this week, and then I have, I have to worry about the next game. But, like, this Chiefs game is going to be We've only got two left. <laughs> it needs right. to be sustainable for like almost another, not even a whole month left. So it needs to be sustainable for two hours. That's it. <laughs> so Parker, your grades, because I, I love Parker's grades. I don't know about you, AC. I, I wait yeah. on his grades as much as PFF. Oh, yeah. It's like Parker and then PFF. Actually, Parker so. and PFF. Just gonna put it out there. Yes, for sure. So uh, your grade-wise, I've seen it, but to tell the people kind of who played the best, do you have that stuff in front of you? You can. Yeah, no, I, I always pull it up just in case I need it because I don't want to sound – I don't want to talk out of my ass. But, no, so I, I had it, Karis, which surprised <laughs> I do it all the time, so. For me, <laughs> I had uh, I had Karis as the best the best performer, um, which I was surprised just because when I was just watching it and even when I did my broadcast rewatch – I didn't think he looked too impressive, but then once I got the all 22, like he moved really well and he, he actually worked his body positioning and played really well at the second level, like better than I've seen all of season, which I was very, I was very pumped to see that out of him. But then just the fact that again, he did it in the elements and he had probably the best game of the season so far that I've seen out of him. That was awesome for me. And then the next guy I had was sharp sharping. I had as the second best. And I think mm-hmm. he had an awesome game. Oh, he looked great. He looked amazing. Yeah. I was, I was pumped to see him perform. Oh, I still get so excited that they made that move. They went out and got a guy on waivers that had a little money, you know, two and yep. a half mil. No, and then I was Sorry, like, I just get excited. No, no, like he's massive. And like when I saw them sign, like I, I looked him up, I watched his film, but like I pulled up his, I pulled up his PFF thing because they have all of like his measurables and like his recent film up in there. And I'm like, you just picked up a 6'6, 325 pound guard. Tall. Like, Oh my god! And then, like that first game he was in, I see him like extending on Kalias Campbell, and I was like, "Holy hell, this guy's big!" And he, you know, and he can move. Like he can him. move. It, it's it's the way he he protects his chest really well. Mm-hmm. So when he gets his hands out, he doesn't let anyone get in his chest. So he's like really consistent. Whether it's run blocking, pass protection, he keeps his chest protected. He gets his hands in early. He's a very good player. No, that's something I talked about about with Kappa, Volson, and even with Carmen. Like they all have really wide hand placement, and it's funny because they talk about how short Carmen's arms are, and he's got this wide hand placement when he's blocking. But then you see Sharping, and he's his elbows tight, he's got hands in tight, and he's just protect. It's like he he knows that's a weakness of his, so he protects it super he, well. He comes in almost like a boxing stance mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when he's ready to like as he comes out of his stance, his arms to his side. Which I, I like. I think that's invaluable in a tackle. Shut up. Um, I think that's really <laughs> invaluable in a tackle to like Shut up. You know, make sure you're protected. He sets his pad level really well on almost every single on every single rep. He like sets his pad level correctly. I really like the technical aspect of his game. Obviously, he's really powerful because of his size, but like his technical aspect could not be understated because that's the most important thing. Whether you're playing offensive line, whether you're 400 pounds or the lower side of like. 290-ish, as long as your fundamentals are good, you're going to be good. And I think Frank Pollock teaches that, but also Max came in with that already mm-hmm. in his skill set and in his toolbox. No, I've been saying it's like it's like having a starter on his on the bench. 
Yep. Yeah. I was just going to shout out Frank exactly Pollock like in general. Yeah. Frank, Frank, I mean, at one point we were kind of thinking, oh, is Frank on the hot seat? You know, because, I mean, we brought in these guys he wanted. We didn't get off to the greatest start. And, well, no, he is not on the hot seat. No, it turned up. Like I, I, I even voiced. I think it was on your show. I voiced my concerns. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about what he's doing in practice. I don't know what they're doing, but it seemed like their technical issues are kind of just staying stagnant. They're not really improving. And then, like, I feel like the last four weeks of the season, now this playoff run, like, I feel like the whole group just turned it up. I don't know if they just started like they actually started. They gave the handicap the rest of the league or what? But I mean, they looked amazing the last couple months. They're eating glass actually, like every day. <laughs> Every day. That's all they do. The, the the from a macro perspective with the sharping thing, I just like that, you know, they went out and got those those new starters on the offensive line and they're still like, hey, we may still experience like uh, we don't want to we don't want to jinx anything, but we may experience a bad injury here. And we we need someone that is gonna be already battle tested, started a lot of games in the NFL, been an effective starter, which is what he was with Houston. And, uh, you know, coming in relief, I, uh, you know, Parker, you, you said it's basically like having a starter on the bench to come in and start a couple of different spots for you on the line. And thankfully they had him in their back pocket with everything that occurred in these last few weeks. So um, yeah, I mean, that, that's just been, I I know there's been a lot of great pickups in free agency and whatnot over the last couple of years, but man, that, that one is quietly kind of one of my favorites just because it's such a great contingency plan at one of the areas that they just like had to fix the, this last offseason. So, yeah, well, they, he's playing they, well. They picked him up in the middle of having one of the healthiest O-lines in the league. Right. If they had no reason to pick up a solid depth piece. They had no reason to worry about that. And then the fact that they went out and did it, and now it's paying off in the end of the season, like, it's just impressive to watch. Well, they did a little bit because Kappa was – we had a lot. Collins was injured. Kappa yeah, was preseason, injured. Yeah, preseason-wise, yeah. Yeah, and then we picked him up right, right after the final cut, so – yeah. It was a beautiful yeah. move because you had to pay us two and a half million. And we picked Aussie Aussie. And who's the third guy we picked up? Oh, That's slipping my mind for some man. reason. We picked three guys up in waivers. And it's not it's not something we normally do because we're like, oh, we'd rather have the guys in the house. But mm-hmm. we went and we picked up three guys on final cuts and three guys that have all played that I'm pretty sure. And I don't know why I can't think of the last one so ac's gonna look that up for me and hey, hey, I, got, I got you i got you i got you going so I'll, right keep, I'll keep rolling i'll get I'll, I'll i'll stall but no so anyway so i had karis and sharping and then i had bolson next i think he had a great game as one of his better games of the year he moved well but he's from north dakota so he, i don't give him any slack he's he's used to that shit um but he looked good and then i had carmen was my next guy i and i he's fourth but i don't want this to be like a, it's one of those weeks where being the fourth man on the list just means you didn't have as good of a game. Doesn't mean you had a bad yeah. game. Everybody was pretty high uh, with yep. your rankings overall. Yeah. And so I think we saw a lot of promising stuff out of Carmen. I mean, you already have people saying that Carmen needs to be over Williams, which that's a whole that's we don't need to uh, how could I how could I forget? Tufele, my guy from you. Oh, oh, Tufele season, baby. How could I forget that? Oh my, my guy. God. I know it's been a long week. Yeah, it has. Yeah, he was inactive last week, but he has stepped up in moments throughout the season multiple times. When Reader was out, like he was in there playing a ton during those yeah. those times and played well. I mean, yeah, played really well. So I love it. If we're and, talking depth, the interior D line looked great this year, especially with Reader out. Like there wasn't that that big of a drop off. I mean, there was issues obviously, but very impressed by the younger well, guys on that. Zach Carter, 
Like I feel like oh, yeah. he has just gotten better and better as the seasons went along too. So that's another one. Just kind of going to say I want us to draft Jacqueline Roy. <laughs> I mean, you want to yes. draft the entire LSU team, Karen? <laughs> yeah. I also said BJ Ojolari would be great on the edges. How many others? Come on. I was going to say you just like the purple and yellow, my guy. Look, if Makai Gardner declares, I think he'd be a great depth piece uh, at corner. Look, he did right? declare. I'm pretty sure he declared. Yeah, I'm just saying, two two LSU players were in the finalist voting for MVP this year, and only one of them is a quarterback. Do I need to say any fucking more? Realistically, yes, and and Keishon Butte is only not going back to school because he got caught having a fucking orgy. So obviously they're goaded. That's such a wild story. Inside scoop here. No, so the inside scoop was academic issues. That's what LSU boosters were saying. And then I get a message in one of my group chats where it's like, oh, no, apparently he, he had sex with one of the members of staff, but also. Oh, my gosh. I, that's right. I've heard some about that. Coach Cortez crazy thing. So involved. But then the report also said that if this is true, Cortez Hankton was going to let get let go the day after the Purdue game. And he didn't get let go. So it could just be purely academic issues because if if there's truth to it then he was going to have to miss four games off the season and i don't know about you but i would rather go to the nfl four for the team uh, just oh, saying, he's wearing man. the number seven for a reason understand, <laughs> it. understand, it. understand it. that's all you need that's to awful do. that's awful all right, we ain't got a lot of time with ac oh. so i want to get a i'm few. good i'm good anyway no anyway so yes my final guy so i I do think Adenogy struggled. Um, hmm. He just—he's been so up and down, and if when he gets those power rushes, just he can't get a grip on him. And then he was the—he was the only guy I think out of all five that I think was slipping around in the slush because he would get those power moves from the edge and just get on skates. He—he he wasn't sticking with his guys as well as he did last week, and I just—I don't know. I feel like it's an anomaly for him, and he looked really good. In weeks prior, but I just yeah. I wasn't impressed with what he did this week. And he let's see, I mean, he got he graded out low, which shows that I know something when I watched the games initially. But that's where we were at. And we'll just recap because that was a lot of rambling and randomness in the middle. But I had top to bottom, I had Karis, Sharping, Volson, Carmen, and Adenogy. So that's where the grades were at. AC, do you think Adenogy, you think they even consider like a prince or if Jonah comes you, back, they consider... My man, I was going to ask that question like right now. I was just going to... You you and I, dude. We, we, yeah. I was going to ask that question, but I'm like, hey, it's not my show. I don't want to... I don't want to hog Yeah, it's all... No, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, I, I have liked what I've seen more from Adenogy and Relief than I did from Prince. Um, now, going... I mean seeing Prince play last year. I mean, obviously it's been a while since I've kind of watched some of those plays, but it seemed like he was a little bit more uh, consistently beat than, than Adenogy was and maybe beat for bigger, a bigger impact type of play than Adenogy is, or has been this last game and whatnot. But I, I still, I still wonder about the length of, of kind of leash there that they've got between, with some of these guys that are coming in relief because I know they don't want to experience a Tennessee Titans postseason game with nine sacks. I know they don't want to have problems with the chiefs here this week. So I, I don't know. And I, you know, I'm reading stuff where the chiefs are, have been tops in the league in terms of pressures. And I, I think quarterback hits as well throughout the year. So 
Um, you know, these are things that you're going to need to keep a close eye on this week. I, I think you still stick with Adenogy. I think, you know, he's got a little bit more of the, a little bit better athleticism. He can play both tackle spots, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you may want to kind of keep Prince in the back of your mind a little bit saying, man, if there's more struggles, you know, and each week is do or die here, you, you can't really sit around and wait for things to kind of correct itself. Maybe two, three quarters in if things are getting really bad. Even maybe a Deontay Smith, like I know he's kind of been playing the extra tackle spot. I've liked that guy, but uh, they just, they, I don't know, maybe he's too raw still. I don't know. I, I liked when they drafted him, but uh, he just, he hasn't been able to see the field very much. So what do you think, Parker? Are we basically a Denigy and that's it for at least for this week? Cause we can't talk two weeks from now if people come back and stuff. Three like weeks, that, three weeks from now. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget about that amazing Pro Bowl in the middle. No, um, I, I'm a big fan of Adenogy. He moves really well, like yeah. AC was saying, and I, I really value that in a tackle. Um, and that's why I like Jonah Williams a lot, and a lot of people don't because they look at the sack numbers. That's a whole different conversation. But I, I, I think Adenogy has a lot of upside. I think he plays well. I still like him better than Carmen at the tackle spot. I think there's a legit conversation about having Adenogy compete with Collins for that spot next season because I think he has a he has a high ceiling. Mm. I, I love Prince. And I I want him to be active every week because I think he's a great, especially he he's like a good he contrasts well with the energy because the energy's quicker moves better better for those speed guys but Prince has the length and the strength to handle those power rushes that energy doesn't really handle very well so I think having them both helps you adjust and then again I mean I think the first game that we got you know what is it nine minutes of. In week 17, I think Adenogy looked great against Russo. I don't know what happened this last week, but like I said, I I, I throw a lot out the window because of weather, but I have faith that he's going to look good again this week, and we're going to be back to it. But I, I think it's Adenogy and then Prince, but I don't think there's a big gap like some people think there is. So what do we think about Willie Gay's comments to move on from the line for oh, a minute? Fucking. Why do we even need to spend any fucking time on that dickhead? <laughs> Well, well I was personally thrilled because I feel like I am impressed with the offense, bro. What the fuck have you been watching? Are you a dickhead? What? Why are we going to listen to this fucking idiot talk about? Oh, I, I, I said nothing. I'm impressed with, brother. Are you fucking blind? The fuck are you talking about? You're impressed with nothing. Hey, there's no, there's no Pro Bowlers. There's no All Pros. There's nobody on this offense. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. we don't even have an offense. We're just a no, dude. Isn't, it, isn't it a funny dichotomy in the same week you get, is it Brandon Bean, the GM of, of the Bills, saying we don't want to suck yeah. enough to get a Jamar Chase, meaning that he believes Jamar Chase is a transcendent wide receiver talent, right? Hey. And then you got Willie Gay on the other side, the guy who's getting set to face and go up against a guy like Jamar Chase. And he says, "There's nothing. There's nothing that scares him. There's nothing impressive about this this offense." And in a matter of what two days, those two comments are made. It's like, okay. Well, and you got to remember though, with the Bills, they sucked bad enough. They just bought Stephon Diggs with Justin Jefferson. <laughs> well, that was him choosing. To, I said up. this on Iceman Show, which Iceman's in the background. He's waiting to come in as a relief man for AC. I may bring him on, anyways, here in a minute, but. Uh, we were talking about that on his show today that like, um, you know, he chose to, to trade and get Stefan Diggs instead of, I don't know, maybe draft a Justin Jefferson. And uh, when you bring in a veteran wide receiver, guess what you have to do? Wait, you can have you imagine to, how fucking good the bill You have to pay them immediately. So that was it. 
but that was his choices that he made. Do you know what I mean? So and he's acting you, like they had no choice. Like they're like, yeah. oh, I just I got stuck with this bill. I don't know what to do. Are you mad at yourself for the decisions you've made? Like that that's where I'm at with that. Just seem like some salty, petty comments from a man who got his ass beat. Right, everyone's so fucking mad at us. I love it. Everyone's so pissed off with us. Chief we just talk about the like that was I was like I had it I was stressed out going into that game and I was like this is gonna be a good game I'm excited like and there this like we got the second touchdown and I was like well I guess I can have this on in the background for the rest of the day because this game's on cruise control at this point oh no way you felt that way dude what like I was because I was sitting there with my fiance I, I was like oh man they're just gonna Josh Allen's gonna kept get saying, going. like oh like they're doing great because we because we always joke with the whole with the Bengals score score first they win. It's automatic. I don't really need to watch the rest of the game because they scored first. They're going to win. It's just, you know. But, uh, no, she was joking. She's like, oh, it feels like they're on cruise control. And I was like, no, wait. They're going to fuck it up. There's going to be – something's going to be weird. Something's going to happen, and it's going to go downhill. And it just didn't. They just weren't – they were in cruise control the whole game. It was easy, it felt like. Parker, I don't know how old you are, but I know you've been a fan for a long time, and you want to know why? Because you just expressed some Bengals PTSD, my friend. You just said you were waiting for that other shoe to drop, and I know I, I can I can somewhat confidently assume that everybody, all five of these guys in here, including myself, been there and done that. And go, how are they going to screw this one up? How are they going to screw this one up? And you know what's changed? They it's don't. Joey. Joey. And Zach, and they just—it's the mindset where it's like we're there, there's no other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? We're just—what are you talking about? They, they block all that stuff out. They block the long time history out. And like you said, man, by, by the I, I was uncomfortable. I think into the second half, and then I saw a drive. I can't remember. I think it was the first time the Bengals got the ball, which would be after the Bills had it. And they just started again. I think it was Joe Mixon ripping off some nice yeah. gains, and they just yep. started marching again. I'm like, man, this this is how this game's going to be. This is just, I, you know, I, it's easy to say that maybe in the third quarter, but I, I was just like, man, this is just going to be the theme today. They're just taking it to them. Yeah, when the that call, part... I was yeah. just going to say, when that call with Chase got overturned, that's when my butthole puckered. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm like, now we're settling, and it's 17, then they, yeah, you know, yeah. 17 to 7. And it's like yeah. they get the ball after half, and I'm thinking this could get real tight real quick. But we come out and we got another stop, and the world was great. I was gonna say, I mean, the best part of that game was going into. You forget that Joe Burrow is our quarterback. Were you mad? Yep. Yep. If it was 17 to 14, my butt would have been puckered. I I wouldn't be puckered up if you're an LSU fan. You have been here since Joe Burrow. I don't want to hear it from you about – you know so, nothing, John. You haven't yeah. seen what we've seen, Kieran. You haven't been, seen it. You've been with Joe Burrow since what, 2020? I've been with that motherfucker since 2018. I sent all I need to know. I'm not worried, bro. Well, we've been the Bengals as a franchise for a long time. That's all good. That's your choice. That's your choice. I'm just saying. I know what I know, and I know Joe's a fucking it's your star. choice now. But Willie Gay comments. Anybody got them gay comments they want to talk about? I know Jeff's got some gay comments. <laughs> what? We are we are nothing. We are nothing. <laughs> no, I just I, I thought it was funny that uh he was like, I'm not gonna give you any bulletin boards or however he said it, then they asked him did. about the uh, offense. And then yeah, nothing. I was like, yeah. you just what, did it. <laughs> what, impre- <laughs> you. what impresses you about the offense? Right, nothing. yeah, nothing. 
Nothing all right. at all. Jamar Chase is like, all right. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll see. Well, you just did it again. So thank you. All right, AC, <laughs> before I let you go, I want to ask you one more. I want you to give me an under-the-radar player for this Ooh. week for this game. Not not Jamar Chase, not Joe Burrow, you know. <laughs> they're on the radar, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll try and go. I'll try and go one uh, each side of the ball uh, under the radar. I'm. He may not be completely under the radar because he gets. He's a role player and he he gets uh, a decent amount of snaps. But I think I think Samaj P Ryan is a guy I think could have a big impact in this game like because. When he, I mean, I, I go back to the the Chiefs game in uh, December, and he had 100 yards in that game when Mixon was out in that one, and he was just, I mean, he was flooring guys in that, and he's he's decisive and hits the hole hard, and I think you know this is a game where because of the Chiefs' pa- uh, pass rush and whatnot, I, I think that the the running game is going to be. I, I know it sounds weird with Joe Burrow at quarterback, but just offensive line, what they did last week against Buffalo on, on the ground translating that into this week, what they did against the Chiefs last time on the ground. So I think Samaji Pirine, runner, passer, and oh, by the way, pass blocker, very valuable in that aspect as well. So that's a guy I think there on a, and on defense, I guess. Um, give me a little Joseph Osai. Uh, I like I, give, me, give me a little Joseph Osai. He's starting to kind of turn things on here the back half of the year. Um, you know, give me, a, give me a late pressure, give me a late sack, force a bad throw, that sort of thing. They're going to play, I think, um, and I would probably relegate to the smarties like like you all, but I think they're going to do a little bit of the contained stuff off the edges, and every once in a while they're going to try and pop a big uh, big pass rush play here. And Osai being a rotational guy, he'll go in there and hopefully make a play. So uh, just off the top of my head, those are two I'm thinking of on both sides of the ball. That's great two choices, and Osai seems to be getting his hands on like the ball or the quarterback's arm, or he's like so close to making just there. Big yeah. Plays. yeah. Yeah. So I love that one. AC, tell the people you got a show tonight. Tell the people where to find you. I mean, everyone should know where The Godfather is, but if you the don't. The Godfather. <laughs> uh, I'm at CJ Anthony CUI is the Twitter handle. At uh, Bengals OBI is the podcast handle. I'm pretty terrible at Twitter, though, so uh, I, I don't I don't know if there's much expectation there in terms of content and stuff. So uh, shows the Orange and Black Insider, and uh, we got we're, we're going to be about 30 minutes or so from now. So going to have hopefully Tim McGee on, uh, former Bengals wide receiver. That's why I'm rocking the old school lid here. So we'll see if he's uh, if he's going to pop on here. Hopefully he will, and we'll have some fun talking about this game. I love all you guys. I love all the stuff you put out. Love, you love too, your show. Anthony. You guys treat me so well, and I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for having me on, as always. I'll, I'm always wanting to come on when I'm willing and able. You know that. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. It was short notice today, and we'll have to, oh, fun. We'll have to get you on again, you know, especially we got two weeks to prefer – prepare for the super bowl after this week so now you're talking right. speak into existence dan let's go <laughs> See, buddy, have, have a good show tonight all right later guys thank you who day man he's one of the best man for real exactly god you don't awesome. love ac then i don't know how you don't <laughs> he's a good dude he's a real good dude so Parker, I I I put it in the chat. I do have a, I thought of a nickname for you. I don't know if you like it or not. No, I so, saw that. I appreciate it. That that I like it. I like Parker it. Pancake Blake. You know, it's the offensive line guru. You know, pancakes. So I don't know. And I love pancakes. Watching them and eating them. <laughs> I don't know, like pancakes. Preferably at the same time. <laughs> I'm fucking hungry, Jeff. Thanks a lot. <laughs> hey, sorry. 
I got the munchies. Marissa, make some fucking pancakes. No. Jeff just gives good nicknames, except for when he says you're from Boston. I, uh, I didn't say that, by the way. Remember, it wasn't me. I didn't say it. I just keep it. I just keep it going. Jeff, you have me on your show tomorrow. Uh, well, are you coming to uh, Brink Brewery? I might do. If you come I to Brink, do. yeah, I'm, I'm not like, dude. I did the live thing with Moreline House when Parker was on, and it didn't go good. So I'm. Just, if you guys want to get on the show, show up at Brink. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk there. Look, I'll see you there tomorrow, Jeff. Yeah, I'm sure you will, Parker. Start driving, brother. <laughs> you I'm might get in by, by Sunday. <laughs> All right, I want to continue. I want to go with where we uh, just left off with AC there. Uh, under radar, the player, offense, and defense. I'll start with you, Karen, and then we'll kick it down to Parker. Um, under radar on offense, I'm going to say Trent and Irwin. Trent and Irwin's a fucking guy. He's not in there often, but every time he's in there, it's a big play. I mean, look, he had one NFL touchdown going into one game this season. He doubled his total in in instantly. Trenton Owen is an absolute beast. He gets no respect, but every time we need him, every time his number is called, he's there for either a touchdown, big third down. I've been saying this for a long time. Really fucks with Trenton Owen. That's my dude. And then on defense... I don't know if he's under the radar anymore, but um, Dax Hill, he's, he's been quietly doing his thing. I mean, he's not really been a showstopper, but he's made a couple big plays in the past couple weeks that have really come up big. And I know it's hard to have a first-round pick under the radar, but he's looked really, really good when we've needed him to. So I'm going to say Dax Hill on defense. Parker, we got opportunity here. Bengals and pancakes. Make uh, make some merch. Oh, I don't know how hats work, but I want one. <laughs> All right, Joe, you need to make the merch. Bengals and pancakes. Man. I'm just idea, man. You guys, you guys make the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing you can you can, think about it. You can have that beautiful picture laid out. You know, I'll wear I'll wear the hat. I'll have a nice plate of pancakes, and that'll be how I do my uh. My film from now on. There you go. There you go. I mean, you know, we got the can titty guy with Derek. So that's that's true. <laughs> Poor Derek. <laughs> Parker, you got a under the radar. Um, well, AC stole one of mine. Um, I was cooking up my parlay that I have to do because I'm a generate degenerate every week. Um, but I looked at the, at the last <laughs> last Chiefs game and uh, I saw that Samaje had a hundred yards and I that blew my mind. And then I, I heard, and that's where everyone about the gay comments we heard. I, I think the one that stood out to me the most was they think they can big boy us up front and we're not going to let them do that. But I, I think this team's of a different mindset now. And that's, I was going to go with Samaje P Ryan because the mix <coughs> is going to come out at some point and Samaje loves to score touchdowns in the playoffs. Against so, the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs. Um, but if I have to, if I have to pick a second one, I feel like Tyler Boyd hates the Chiefs. And I feel like Tyler Boyd, when they're going to be sitting up in two because they're scared of T, they're scared of Jamar, they're just going to let Tyler eat up the middle. So I'm going to go Tyler Boyd. Cha-ching. That would be money for me, by the way. Speaking of degenerates, I put plus 300 for any time touchdown for Tyler Boyd. I put 15 bucks on that. So Yeah, you did that like Monday. <laughs> yeah, I did it Monday. I just felt like right Listen, I did my parlays on Tuesday. Like I was yeah. – yeah, I don't wait around. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I haven't even done that. Like that's when, when you get the best lines. But then anyway, um, on defense, I love I love him. We talked about him earlier. Zach Carter's my guy. 
I want to yes. do something big, so I think he's going to. And so I'm going to go all in on Zach Carter this week as well. I love it. Jeff? All right. For defense, uh, I, I'm i going with C-T-B, Cam Taylor Britt. I, I think he's going to get another interception. I mean, he's gotten so close, and he's made such big strides this year. I'm so happy that he got one last week. So defensively, I think it's the under-the-radar guy is going to be him because I don't think Kansas City respects our our secondary. I mean, not, definitely not our cornerbacks. So I can see Kansas City have another another big game. Offensively, you guys took a lot of the good a lot of the good ones. So I'm gonna go, go a little different here. I'm I'm saying uh, Jackson Carmen. I, I think as offensive left tackle, we need him to have a good game again. So under the radar guy, he might. Ball out again. Now, that's what we talked about earlier on the show is, is can he do it consistently enough? And I think this is going to be a big uh, stage for him to prove that he can do this consistently enough, especially against uh, uh, Jones. Uh, uh, I was going to say Chandler Jones. Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. Uh, Chris Jones. Potential, so, potential defense player of the year. Him and Nick Bosa are the right. top So, I mean, it's going to be a big – we're, we're going to need him. I mean, we need him to play like he did last week. So, those are my two. I like it. I know Hurst really isn't under the radar, but I'm going to say Hayden Hurst because he's still, what, a fourth, fifth option on this offense when it comes to receiving. So uh, he had a great game last week, and I haven't forgot about the comments from that motherfucker from the first game. So I guarantee Hayden Higby. hasn't forgot about him. Let's go Higby. Higby. Yep. Yeah, Higby. Higby. So – so uh, Hayden Higby's going to have a good game this week <laughs> on offense. He's going to get in the end zone. He's going to probably put up another 50 yards, big third down catches like he does, and just ball out. Now on defense, I'm going to go way off the radar. Well, a little bit off the radar. I'm going to go Cam Sample. He, he seems in big games to make a sack or a stop on a big fourth down run or – just some kind of play, so I can see Cam Sample making a play. He, he's another guy with Zach Carter-Parker that is one of those linemen that just somehow they come in, they rotate in. They don't get a ton of snaps like the starters, but they make plays when they're in there. They make those 8 to 12 snaps count, man. That's all you can mm-hmm. ask for. Karen, are you smoking an outlet? What? <laughs> it looks like Karen's smoking an outlet. Look at Bro, that thing. I'm just telling you. You tell me every single time, Kieran, you're electric. I said, bitch, I know. So I just started smoking straight from the outlet. No batteries, yeah. no lithium ions. You charge up, baby. <laughs> you love to see it. I just looked up going. No, no, bro. Hey, you're talking about Willie and Gay so much, I just want to put something in my mouth. Oh, oh. oh no. So, this is why he's a rated R superstar. Oh, no. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Speaking He's of Willie good. Gay, and someone you... said, "Hold on, Kieran, I've got to call the fucking cops." I said, "Why?" He said, "Animal cruelty." I said, "Why?" He said, "These pythons are sick." I said, "I know, my brother." What's going on right now, Dale? I, 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 I lost on? all control, man. <laughs> it's usually Dale. Hey, it's usually me, but I'm the only one. Why is he the mother one right now? Why is he the one that's in control? I don't know. I usually say, damn it, Dale. Damn it, Kieran. <laughs> so we got Willie Gay giving us motivation and Kieran putting his dick in his mouth. Oh, I wish, it, I wish it would fit. I would never get anything done, bro. 
So, speaking of disrespect, how do we feel about Zach Taylor not in the top five for coach of the year? Because I would be okay with it if it's all up-and-coming, surprising team. But they had the Bills on there, and they had the 49ers. They had their coaches on there. The Bills were expected to, well, win the Super Bowl, if we're being honest. And the 49ers especially, you picked up Christian McCaffrey midseason. And coming into the season, you were a favorite. You had a chance to be in the Super Bowl last year. Did you know who was the fucking Super Bowl favorite, though? The Rams. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. But you don't see Sean McVay as a potential. But that's what I'm saying. Like, So the Bills and 49ers, why are they getting credit for doing what everyone thought they would? But Zach Taylor, we're 0-2, and everyone's shitting on him, saying give up play calling, give up your job. And he's not in the top five. Of coaching. So, do you guys feel that's disrespect? How do you feel about it? We'll start with you again, Karen, and go down the park. <laughs> also, we're just going to be disrespected year after year after year. Like, we went to the Super Bowl last year with a team that's not even close to as good as what we got this year, if we consider all the additions we made, the O-line improvements, that sort of thing. And they're disrespecting us now, even after we beat the Bills, we're still getting disrespected. We're going to beat the Chiefs. We're still going to get disrespected. Bro, we could win the Super Bowl and hold the fucking Eagles or 49ers to zero yards. We would still get told, it's a fluke, this. And and by the way, that's why I want the Eagles to win this weekend. If we win the Super Bowl and someone says that was a fluke, I'm literally fucking no, my nuts. This is why I, I will this pull is, my nuts out on this stream. This, this I is why I want the to win. Because if we beat Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl, do you might you might not have fucking Mickey Mouse shit that we're gonna have to fucking hear from some dumb fuck Steelers fans or some fucking rapist defending Deshaun Watson fans, bro. Do you understand like how small the average brain is of fans who are not fans of the Bengals? Like I know there's cool fans from every other fan base out there. We like Glenn Goodbury. My friend Tom, great Steelers fan. But do you know how small the average NFL fan's brain is if they're not a Bengals fan? They're not smart people, bro. They're not intelligent people. Most of them couldn't even tie their fucking shoelaces left to their own devices and give them a fucking YouTube video to watch. These are not smart people we're operating with. So when they tell us, oh, it's a fluke, it's this and that, or Lou does too much, this and that, bruv, none of them are smart people. Most of these people would be on government assistance if their IQ dropped by one more point. Do you understand the type of people we're having to deal with who fucking talk down on us week in, week fucking out? Do you understand like how stupid the mind is for the people who hate the Bengals? How small their fucking brain is to doubt us after everything they see week in, week out, from week one to now, the turnaround, the bad games, the good games, the absolute destruction of the Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, are a way better team than the Kansas City Chiefs. And we still listen to these fucking people. We still say, oh, well, why do we even entertain them, bro? Why do we even listen to these fucking idiots, bro? They have one thought a week and it's, oh, the Bengals are stupid. Why do we fucking listen to them, bro? Why do we even deal with that? Why, why should I spend my valuable fucking time entertaining these morons, bro? Why should I ever do Why should I waste my time? Bro, I could go back down. You know what I mean? I could go have a wank. I could go have a beer. I could go watch TV. But nah, I've got to listen to some fucking idiot from Kansas City go, Oh, they're going to try and hurt Travis Kelsey. Oh, you're not very good. Joe Burrow's not a fucking prick. Fuck off, bro. Idiots, a lot of them. So how about we stop entertaining these views and stop saying we're outdoing expectations because we're not. We're exactly where we expected to be. We're exactly where we should be right now. We're going to beat the piss out of the Kansas City Queefs. We're going to beat the fucking shit Eagles or fucking 49ers. I don't care. They're both dog shit compared to us. So why are we even entertaining these people, bro? 
I don't want to hear no more about Willie Gay or who said this, who said that. Who gives a fuck, bruv? Let's focus on us. We're now the give him shit. Team. You always give me shit. I talk like that. As I'm talking yeah. up here, let's go. We're going to go to Burrowhead and we're going to kick their ass. Let's go, baby. I'm fired up. I'm fucking, I'm leaving now. Let's go. AFC running through Cincinnati. The fucking NFL runs from Cincinnati. Do you fucking understand this? So I am entertaining no more of these fucking morons who dribble on themselves, can't do up their shoelaces, and can't fucking read. I've had enough. Cincinnati is the team to beat. If you say otherwise, you're a fucking dickhead. End of fucking story. I want to run through a brick wall right now. Bro. I know, dude. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to drive to Kansas City right now. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Bro, I'll fight the whole city. I don't give a fuck. Poor Chuck's just throwing meds at people at work right now. He's just throwing them. Fuck you, motherfucker! Take your own meds. Fuck you, BWO baby. Let's go. So, uh, Parker, do you know that Taylor was disrespected not being a top candidate for coach of the year? Follow that, Parker. I was gonna say, I don't know. I had I had thoughts prepared and now I feel like <laughs> sorry no sorry I didn't mean to like get under prepared <laughs> I wasn't ready to eat. now my my heart's racing and I gotta like I'll gotta, answer I, mine I'll say uh I think it was disrespectful That's no it. I think That's it's a I, I think a big thing we have to look at I mean I don't understand why McDermott's in there because like you said they were preseason favorites and then the whole season everybody I, I said at the beginning of the year I wish I cared enough to go find my own tweets but i told everybody i'm like i don't care how confident or how many people are confident in the bills the preseason favorites never the never never makes it so everybody was talking about the bills i was already out and then they came out and i wasn't wasn't high on them they i feel like they performed to expectation if not a little bit below and so i don't understand why he's in there at all i do understand shanahan i feel like this they picked up pieces but i mean he's managed that roster well just overall as a coach. And I, I credit to him for doing that. But I do think it's disrespectful that they don't have Taylor in there. I think he should have been there last year. I think he should have been there this year. And I think next year, after we finish at worst, what, in the top four of the league? Back-to-back Super Bowls. And we and we can back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, and we come out and we're, we're not going to be favored to win the division. I can tell you that right now. We're not going to be favored to win the AFC, whether we win it or not. We're not – like, I don't understand how we can underperform when they're setting the bar so low for us. That's why I appreciate all, like, Joe Burrow and all the players coming out and saying, well, this is the standard. The expectation isn't to make the playoffs. The expectation is to win the division. Once you win the division, the expectation is to win the conference. Like, we're no longer hoping to make a play, make the playoffs and win that playoff game. That's not the mentality anymore. And that's why it's disrespectful how everyone treats the small market team. But it's even more disrespectful that – now we're proving everybody wrong again, and nobody cares. And that's what's frustrating to me. That's no all pro, no all pro, no pro bowl, no coach of the year. I just don't understand what what we have to do at this point. Jeff, I'm gonna skip your answer on this because I'm sure you disagree with these two. You pretty much oh, yeah, pretty felt that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. <laughs> and Derek wants to talk about the Burrowhead thing, so I will let you start this one and swing it around. My dog's barking, and I'll be right back. Well, Burrowhead thing, if you don't know, that's what we're calling Arrowhead. And it started from Mike Hilton. If you go back and you watched Mike Tup or whatever, he said, we're going to Burrowhead, and you can tag me in it or whatever he said. So Mike Hilton's the one that started calling it Burrowhead. I think it's awesome. It's a thing. 
Now, I say it kind of tongue-in-cheek because, you know, I like talking smack. But for all the Chiefs fans, you know, relax. It's, it's okay. We lose, which we're not going to. We're going to call Burrowhead. But I don't know about you guys. I like that as being a lifelong Bengal fan and always having to deal with all the crap we had to deal with for being Bengals fans. And I wear my Bengal stuff everywhere. Like, yep. why are you wearing Bengal stuff? They suck. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. Then I wore my Joe Burrow stuff. They're like, they still say that. And I'm like, just, you know, this is two years ago. I said, all right, just wait. Okay, I kept telling everybody, jackpot is going to be really good. I like it. I don't know about you guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't take it. I mean, if I was a Bengals fan, I got a Chiefs fan and, and they were calling our stadium. But yeah, I would get, it would irritate me, but. I don't know. What do you guys say? You like it or you don't like it? No, I get why, I get why they're bugged. And, like, it is what it is. And I, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to talk trash to everybody. I know I know what it's like to play. And it's, it's, it is what it is. Fans are going to talk their talk. And I I like that the – Oh, trust me. Got, if we lose, I'm going to get, I'm gonna get yeah. shit on. I Trust me, because I put it out there enough. So <laughs> No, but I, I appreciate that the players have the confidence to do that. And, like, there's, I, I agree with the perspective of, like, it's like we're going to their house twice a year and knocking them off. But, like, at the same time, like – I like the friendly rivalry. It's like it's everyone saying that it's turning into a divisional game at this point. This yeah, will be the fourth yeah. game in two seasons. Like, why not have a little talk? Talk a little bit. Like I, the people that are getting all butthurt about it, I just don't understand. Like, let the players talk a little bit. I think they're scared. I I agree. That, that's that's why I think they're getting upset. They're scared. They they know we have a very good chance of going there and whooping their ass. They don't. That's like why they're getting pissed off about it. They don't like the energy that the players are bringing, and that's what makes me feel good because right. if they brought that same energy to Cincinnati, we'd match it. We wouldn't be like, "Oh, don't do that. Don't don't talk about well, error." Like, they're afraid to say stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not going to say anything. Well, Bengals offense was nothing. Well, you still said something. I'm not going. They're, yep. they're the Bengals aren't aren't scared. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Finish. Well, no, no, it's, no. You're 100 right though because we don't want to give them bulletin board material. No, it's just because, and that's what I I posted on Twitter too. It's like. Everything they're saying in these locker room interviews and these this post game stuff, like it's been brought up around the team. Like the reason he's saying he's not impressed is because they're trying to convince themselves that this offense isn't impressive. Like, and you know, Jeff, we're sick of your opinions. Okay, just get apparently. Out of here. <laughs> no, I cut. I just got back and I heard Jeff say, "Sorry, I kept interrupting you, so I just put him in the background <laughs> for a minute because I don't know. I didn't we're, know. We're, we're having a good conversation. Damn it, Dale. Damn it, Dale." No, it's just the, the whole the whole thing is I feel like the Chiefs are trying to convince themselves that the Bengals aren't good so they can feel confident about the game. Whereas ba- the Bengals players, the Bengals fans, we feel confident going into the game. We all – Mahomes is a good quarterback. Kelsey's a great tight end. Jones is a great defensive lineman. I'm not afraid to say those things because I still feel like the Bengals can come out and then compete with that team. I don't need to tell myself, oh, this Chiefs defense has holes in it. We're going to torch him. Oh, this offense with Mahomes injured. Like, I want to see Mahomes at 100%. Bring it on. Let's do it. I'm not I'm not going to hear this Huntley shit. No excuses. I'm not going to hear this backup quarterback from the Cowboys shit. I'm not going to hear Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. I, got to, I want to beat 100% Mahomes so I can talk about it for the next year until we see you in Cincinnati here, until we see you in Arrowhead again, until we see you in the championship again. Like, I, I don't care. We're not scared, but it feels like they are. Yeah, uh, here's a 10-minute minute rant about Kieran. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say the Burrhead thing for me, because I don't know if you guys are still even talking about that, but Jeff just keeps saying it, and I'm like, man, can we just not say that? He's won one time in Kansas City. One. Yeah, and that's – yeah. And I agree with that. It's weird to act like they own Arrowhead, because, like, yeah. they haven't 
It's not like you're oh, going. Wait, it's not like you've been there. Didn't start it. That's the thing. Yeah, Mike he, Young did. Joe Burrow owns the Kansas City Chiefs franchise, not the yeah. stadium. Completely I like the energy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't hate the energy it brings. I just think I think it's a weird hill to stand on. But I love that. Like I mean, it's coming from the players as a joke, and now people are taking it too seriously. That's what I think. Chiefs fans are really sensitive too. Yeah. Like as much as they talk a lot of shit, they they have iron fists, but they also have a glass jaw. Do you understand me? They're very. They're very like weird about like trash talk. They will talk a lot of smack, but then if you talk smack to them, they get upset. And we've seen there's that one kid. He's got like sixty five thousand followers. He's propagating a bunch of lies that the Bengals are trying to injure Travis Kelsey because I don't know whether his brain's not fully developed or whatever. But he's talking about how oh, the Bengals want to eliminate Travis Kelsey. Yeah. In my mind, that means take him out of the game because he's one of their best players. That does not mean injuring. It means lock him down, which is very yeah. hard to do. Not a lot of people can do it, but we have been able to do it. Got to eliminate so, the threat. I'm not trying to eliminate the player. It's just like the moment. So especially after what fucking bitch-ass Roquan Smith was doing and then Shaq Lawson this weekend rolling up Burrow's fucking legs, we're not that type of team. As much as Eli Apple is on demon time constantly on Twitter. I wish he'd shut the hell up too. Uh, huh? I wish he'd shut the hell up too. I wish he would, but you got to understand where he's coming from. He was hated in New York, dropped from yeah. the team. Hated in New Orleans, dropped from the team. So now he gets to a team that's a way better team than both of those teams, and he starts playing good. I don't know about you, bro, but I'll be talking shit too. No, I agree. I've seen a lot of the. You got to follow his career arc because, like, he he's been rejected and hated on by every team he's been on. Now he came to Cincinnati. Everyone was talking shit on him when he was in Cincinnati, and how. He was getting burnt. He's burnt toast. He can't do anything. And now he's he's the number one corner right now, and he's playing like it. Bro, he gives up, like, one big play in the last six weeks, and that's all you hear about him. You don't yeah. hear about how good he's been. I talk, I, talk, I talk my talk, too, because he, he earned it. Straight up. He deserves to hang his nuts. He's a good fucking player. Well, my thought is he did this after Kansas City last year, and then I we had the Rams beat. He didn't play awful in that Rams game, but he is the one. Cooper Cup got the touchdown on that ended up being the game winning touchdown. And it's just like, why would you start this after the Bills game? Matt, like, because he had, he, you hadn't heard much from him this year. And I was like, yes, let your play do the talking because you're playing well, you know. We all respect that. And it's like, why do you choose now of all times to just come out here and just start firing shots left and right? Like, for me, I mean, Parker, you're a coach. So, like, your players, would you say say less and let your play do the talking? If you're talking to your players, or would you be like, ah, run your fucking mouse? And well, it's like, I mean, I coach O line, so you don't want to be in the spotlight. But I mean, I, I talk your shit on the field all day because if you own that guy, you own that on, guy. Okay, but on the field though, like I, I, I don't support. I've never supported going on social. I've had players that have like hit up like opposing quarterbacks' girlfriends in their DMs and all kinds of yeah wall shit. And I'm like, well, I don't know why you have to do that, but like. Again, with the Eli Apple situation, I think he wants the spotlight because when he performs well, he wants people to be paying attention to him because they're waiting to roast him. But then again, at the same time, that's not how it works. It's not going to work how he thinks it's going to. And so as a coach, again, I'm going to him and saying, like, why the like, why are you? Yeah. Because all he's, he's doing, doing what is you're doing, dude. If, he, if he plays bad, it's going to be accentuated. If he plays good, no one's going to talk about it because no. they don't care. They want to just ex- exploit him. Well, did you guys see the story uh, earlier today from one of the beat writers that they were talking to Eli 
about you know how he got beat on that play in, in the Super Bowl, and he rewatched it like four times. And then like that night, he decided he wanted to come back to the Bengals because he didn't he wanted to redeem himself. So for me, it's not an excuse. I still think he should shut up. But yeah. you know when he made the play at the uh, not the last not Cam Taylor Britt made the last play, but the one where he knocked it away from I think it was Diggs, wasn't it? Was it Diggs yeah. he knocked up the ball away from? I think after that, that's where he's like, all right, I made the play. I was like, yeah. But uh, we got two more games. I think it was yeah. Gabe Davis or McKenzie. Was it, okay. it I can't remember who it was. Diggs. In the end zone, the one in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got two more games to go, so that's where well, just, just go and prove yourself. You don't have right. to tell everybody, hey, watch me. Just go do it. Right. That, yeah, and no, and he had that, and that's what I'm saying, like, because – any Eli slander, I'm like, no, he's playing great. And even from last year, I'm like, he really good at what he's done. He's filled in when he's not expected to be the number two guy always. You know, especially last year. The talking this year, it's like mistakes. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, come on, just keep doing what you're doing because you're bowling out. Like, I will give Eli full credit for how well he's played, but I'm like, why? Why even make this a thing? Like, why make wants, yourself a Eli wants so bad to be Eli Island. You know, yeah. he wants so badly to be that. And I, I love Eli, but it, it, and, and there's the good Eli and there's the bad Eli. It, it, it's not him. He's not consistent enough. I mean, trust me, the last two years, these, this is the best he's ever played in his career in the NFL. I mean, oh, for sure. None. Like, so, I mean, I got to give credit He's for very that. good, but Lou is very good at what he does. And that's, I mean, and we're to seeing me, it with Cam Taylor Britt, too, as right. a rookie, how well he is. He, to be Cam, Cam has blue, played right? his best two games, these two playoff games. And he's right. not saying anything about it. That's the thing. It's like right. that's why like you gotta look at guys like even like Sertain and like Gardner. Like they're not going out there and telling everyone they're the best because they have zero stats on their stat sheet because no one targets them. When they do, but you know the cool, but, but you know what the cool thing is though, all of his teammates got his back. They support him 100. percent They I support him 100. They know. I mean, it's kind of like okay. I don't I'll put it this way. Did you guys totally like it when Chad Johnson would always talk? All that smack every single week, like because some like okay, you guys remember the the game in Cleveland? He sent the Pepto Bismos. Well, they beat him. <laughs> he didn't do do as good. So I, yeah, but we like we were trying to be something then too, and it worked right. more that, than that's what trying that to was, be something. Yeah, yeah, but we're a Super Bowl team, right? I know. I, I'm not oh, saying ready. it's right. We don't, we don't need yeah. the distraction. It's my. I thing. agree. You don't, don't need, a, you don't need to create this identity. That's what. Because that's what Ocho Cinco was doing. He wanted to create. He wanted to pull attention to the team. I, that's where Eli's just that. Eli's just talking his shit because he wants to. He wants the attention to so he can. He wants to talk wrong. shit. I, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I hope once we beat Kansas City, Eli walks up to Mahomes and say, "I gave your mama's back shots, buddy. Shut your fucking mouth." That's what I hope he does. I don't care. Be disrespectful. Tell Kelsey, "I gave it to your girl." Tell Mahomes, "I gave your mama back shots." That's tell how you do it, Boston, tell, baby. Uh, yeah. Tell Juju Smith shows that his mom takes nuts to the face like she's working in a peanut factory. I don't care, bro. If we win, the problem is, it's when we lose. It's when we lose, his talking gets amplified. And all people talk about is how bad he is whenever we lose. But he's a good player. He just talks too much. But I understand why he talks. He just needs to dial it back. No, I get you know? the arc. I just, yeah, that's he just, kind of what we're he's got to get it under control because, like, I appreciate what he's doing. He just, he just does it too much. And that's what, that's what I think gets him in trouble. I don't think he'd get blown up but th- after but he got beat he if he didn't, done it. wasn't all over. He hasn't done it all year. He's been so good. Yeah, until he's been right so good. Now. Yeah, that, that's my. That's where I'm at with it because I'm like, yeah, why yeah. start now when your your results on the field are speaking for themselves? And honestly, like 
the whole reason that I don't feel like he's got the bigger contract, especially even after last year, it wasn't just because he wanted to come back to the Bengals. Nobody wanted to sign him because a lot of people in the league just hated him because he did that talking. And now he's, if he just bought out, and did, I think he could have got a huge contract, right. like just kept balling out. But And he still might. Just keep balling out, Eli. You're still going to get your contract. I'm not hating on you. I think you're but great. I think you've been great here. During the season. But guess what? If, if he messes up a little bit now, it's amplified because it's be everybody is watching him. They're just waiting, waiting on him to yep. mess up. And it's like, yep. why would you do that even to yourself? Like that's the part that kills me. Like he's just he's dragging attention to the bad. And like doing this talking isn't gonna have everyone be like, Oh yeah, you really locked him down this week. Like it's they're just gonna ignore it. They're gonna wait well, till he, he messes up again. Honestly, you yeah. can say that Dale, you can say that about me, all the smack. I mean, I've done a smack a lot, ton of smack talking, but I've done Jess, you ain't out on the field. It. Like, that's what I'm no, saying. No, like, but 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 dude, but dude, seriously, if we lose, fans not can going talk to. as much shit as There's, they want. Yeah, I I'm gonna get so much to. hate, and I'll be off Twitter for a little while because I, I, I'll just get so much stuff at me. Because I mean, beginning of the year when we were 0 and 2, because I kept saying, you know, if you when we started 0 and 2, if you're not with us when we're whatever Zach's record was 23 or three and 23, whatever the hell it was beginning when he first started. Don't be with us when we win the Super Bowl this year. And we started out 0 and 2. I got a whole bunch of hate people, you know, clipped it and how'd that work out? Like, well, right now it's working out pretty good. <laughs> but, you know, so it's, it's going to it's hey, I bought my Bills tickets when they were 0 and 2. That's the best investment I've ever made in my life. <laughs> you got to read that for the podcast listeners. So, uh, well, this one, Jeff is greater than Eli Apple. Just ask Jeff. I am awesome. Duh. Don't ask since James is son. Uh, my leg still hurts and my phone's cracked. And my ribs still hurt. Oh, you nearly <laughs> fucking killed him. What are you talking about? I didn't mean to. I'll try my defense. Parker, you missed that, huh? He started talking smack and I'm like, all right, let's go. And I freaking tripped. Jeff, Jeff playing corner. Apparently not a fucking good one. Why did no one inform me that this was going down? I got someone's got a video somewhere. I need it right now. Thank God nobody does. No what? one has it. I was venturing around. Right, I can't. I can't move there. You got to keep me in the freaking loop. Jeff was trying to play corner on Cincy James's son, and uh, well, he kind of fell on him and damn near broke his ankle. His foot. His foot. Actually, he's actually he's completely fine. I'm I'm still mending back. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Thanks for your concern. <laughs> well, if you wouldn't get routed up like that, Jeff, we wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> I had that problem. Actually, Man. actually, I was sober. I was so <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. time believing that. He was just like he was just like you can't you can't cover me. I'm like, all right, let's go. Beard were one you hand. sober like only eight beers in, or were you like I was sober like six beers in? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you want to afford to still hair. hurt. Man, what? hey gentlemen, it's been a great show. Appreciate it. Old laptops uh getting ready to die down here. Hey, can I get a shout out to, to Porkchop? I know he's watching. Yeah, I know Porkchop. Guess what? We got over a thousand subscribers. I like Fireball and Monster Energy drinks as well. You know, I could have had that because you disappeared and never got it. But I said no. Make sure Jeff hey, gets he, it. He gave it to me at RJ Cinemas. Yeah. Well, he said he was even gonna drive to your house and give it to you because well, Porkchop's a real one. So Porkchop, yeah. brother. Cheers, man. Ooh, that's good. So, what's everybody doing tomorrow night at 7 o'clock? Watching Jeff show? <laughs> this show's at 
I'll be at Brick Brewery still. <laughs> yeah, Jeff will still be drunk. Wow. Well, I'm debating on doing a show. Derek's got to spend time with the family, even though he won't be at work. Well, hey, if I, if I still if have I stuff set up, Jeff I might be able to jump I'll, on. Oh, come on. If, well, I, if, I, yeah, if I still have stuff set up, I'll, I might be able to jump on from there. My like we always do. Is that we talk about the draft. Oh, no, I can't do it. He's got like 50 sheets already in front of him about it. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm ready, but I, I refuse to talk about this stuff. What you're air. saying now, because the proceeds go to no, charity, no, what you're saying no, is you are anti-charity. No, and you don't no, want anybody no, to go to charity. Dale. There ain't no way. Hey, Dale. <laughs> Pork chops got gotcha. you. Look at his comment. What go to RJ Cinema? Yeah, you gotta go to RJ Cinema. Yeah, that's an hour and a half, mother. <laughs> you went yeah. once. Oh, you poor baby. You yeah, poor I went baby. Yeah, Shut yeah, up, like, Oh, baby. cry me a river. Hey, if you come, I'll let you piss on my street again. <laughs> I said you want to drive your drunk ass home. <laughs> I whipped it out there like there's a cop that lives there, fire chief of this and that, fancy you ass burnt, neighborhood. I was like, they're the like, sidewalk. you can come in and piss. I'm like, nah, man. You burned a fucking hole in the sidewalk. It looked like the hey. aliens blood in Alien. Hey, it's the West Side. We're, we're, we're you're lucky we let you in, in, in here. Okay, West Side's very prestigious. Okay, is it? Fuck, they let me live here. <laughs> What are you talking about, bro? That's what you need to know right there. We're West Side, bro. Bro, come on now. It's West Side. Shit. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. Anybody wants to hang out tomorrow, let me know. If I I don't go to bring, come down. Hey, drop me the link. I I think I'm busy tomorrow, but I want to be there. Kieran, you're going to bring. Kieran, go to bring, and then you make a jump on the show for bring. Maybe. (sighs) Where do I have you? Plug your stuff. Plug your stuff. Parker, go. Uh, at Parker Blake 60 right below. Um, I am currently trying to give away jerseys, so go retweet that tweet. But, yep, that's all I got going. I got grades up. I got film. I'm trying to not blow up everyone's feed with film because that run game was awesome against Buffalo. But Blow it up. I love it. Hopefully there's a lot more after uh, Sunday. So Honorary Brew Crew guy right here. Hell, yeah. Parker, Pancake Blake. Rated our superstar. What do you got? Uh, just keep an eye on my Twitter. Got a book coming out soon. Top 100. It's fully scouted draft players. Going to be a bunch of articles from some of the best writers in the UK. Obviously, I'm the best scout in the UK, so you can expect all that good content and all proceeds. 100% of proceeds are going to mind a mental health charity in the United Kingdom. That's good. Nice. That's awesome. And I'm going to match uh, what the book makes and donate it to the Down Syndrome Foundation in the UK as well. Oh, yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Brother. I'm not a fucking communist, brother. Brother. <laughs> brother. Jeff, Strawberry Ice, find you at yeah, break you know, tomorrow. Strawberry Ice. Yeah, you know, breaks tomorrow night, show up, have fun. Karen better show up. Dale should drive there. <laughs> we can do the show from there at 7 o'clock. I'm made out of money, guys, all right? I'm just made Duh, out of you're on teacher salary. We know you're rolling in it. Teacher salary, one income right now. Wife hit a deer. Fucking got one vehicle, one vehicle, one salary. Y'all like, I'll just go hey, here and there. If you come, yeah, I'll, share I'll just this. go to Kansas share this City. With you. I'll go to Kansas City. Fuck Why not? I'm going. Let's go. I'll baby. buy Super Bowl tickets. Shit, I got all out in the world. Hell yeah! Fuck Jesus. You know how many dicks I had to suck to afford Super Bowl tickets? Just one. Just to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> just be fucking hot dog memes. <laughs> <laughs>
Karen, you ain't got that kind of money. I was like, if you're buying Super Bowl tickets, it's just yeah. south of me. I can actually make that game. Why, why aren't you hitting me like, up? Dude, you live like 20 minutes from me. If anybody's going as me, motherfucker, you're taking my ass. Let's go. <laughs> I got to suck dick for two tickets, not just one now? <laughs> Fuck. Shit, if you make it. We're already the halfway there. Tickets. You know, you might as well just finish the job. <laughs> I'm getting locked on just fucking thinking about this. No, it, it, that's why I like the little beard you got going, because you're going to polish my nuts at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I broke death. Oh, day. Oh <laughs> I day, Dale. Who day? Who day? Dale and nobody else. I need another drink this podcast from now These degenerates, degenerates, Parker. <laughs> these two. It's okay, Dale. Me and you. Me and you. We got this. <laughs> Parker and Dale gets the world. about it yesterday just that chip on your shoulder everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game not even thinking about you guys how much did that motivate you coming into this you better send those refunds <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up Back to back champs, kings of the north with it Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins Just so void in the mix, now you really iffy Every Sunday showing boys had it really gritty they tried to shuffle up the game on us but they ain't icky flip the coin kick the toe right to the go and get it never know what's gonna happen when joe drop back he gets shiesty in the pocket i get shiesty on the track nobody on the team all pro that's all cap most all around team in the nfl that's all fact ain't came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us they said we couldn't be buffalo but see how we call they bluff underdogs every week they keep on trying to label us put your money on us even if vegas don't favor us no matter what we really came up now it's hard to fail i dare you come across that middle von gonna bring you I know we under they skin, them boys built frail Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends We just draft the camera, draft the hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Damn, that was a long intro, what the hell? You took forever to get out of there Man, I shot my load three times tonight <laughs> So, Kieran